In a rapidly expanding omniverse of sci-fi content, two Terrans try to make sense of it all. From the latest to the greatest to the most thought-provoking science fiction content on the screen, we bring you Crowded Space Podcast. All right. Episode 22, Blast from the Past, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm your ec- most excellent host, Eric. And I'm your other host, Jared. <laughs> And if you think I'm going to say totally tubular, <laughs> you don't know me very well, apparently. It's for fun, man. Come on. Well, they also never say totally tubular in, in the movie, so. Well, I thought, well, they did in the 80s. Anyway. Yeah. This is the 1989 science fiction comedy about two high school students. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. Which is played by Alex Winter and Ted Theodore Logan. Played by Keanu Reeves. Who travel back in time because if they don't finish their history project, the whole world's going to end because they are the saviors of the world. Well, we don't know if the whole world's going to end, just that maybe the utopian society might end up with better taste in music if they don't become a band, <laughs> but we'll see. It's an interesting enough premise that, yeah, that their spirituality, philosophy, and, and, and musicality somehow sway the future to to be utopian in in nature so a bunch of dudes in trench coats playing air guitar (laughs) yeah yeah with with sunglasses (laughs) sunglasses. apparently that's important in the future (laughs) wear sunglasses it's utopian society well it's bright that whatever that gadget was was future so bright they gotta wear shades Obviously. So yeah, there. I guess to finish the synopsis, that they're essentially, for whatever reasons, even though I guess in the future it is already a utopia, they already did the thing that made it a utopia, but somehow well, now okay. they need to fix the past because they're no longer going to form the band that makes utopian future. So that doesn't make sense, <laughs> right? Why? Why do you need to fix the past if the future is? But whatever. The Let's, future will get crumbled if, but at any if rate, they don't do the thing in the past. That's at what, any rate, they, they send uh, Rufus, played by George Carlin. Which to, is the best part of the movie. To give them a time-traveling device in the form of a telephone booth. Um, not Doctor Who. Not influenced by Doctor <laughs> Who whatsoever, apparently. <laughs> um, and I believe it. I believe that whoever created this had never watched you know, anything good ever before in their lives. And you know, you know it was supposed <laughs> to be a VW bus before, and I guess they changed it to a phone booth. I don't know what made the change from the bus to the phone booth, but... Yeah, and so uh, essentially they get the idea of... For their per- for their paper. For, for history. their history project. Yeah. They were like, we'll just kidnap some people from history and make them perform for us. And that's going to be our project. So they don't actually learn anything about history through the entire en- endeavor, which is, you're like, oh, that could be the, the side effect of them doing this is that uh, they, they, learn they learn something this, and, they and that really don't. <laughs> and that influences right, right, the way that they think and helps inspire them to go on to help create this utopian society. But no, they just end up kidnapping people, essentially. Yeah, and holding them hostage. Multiple, multiple places, but yeah. So they are able to, you know, pull it out of their ass, I guess, and um, <laughs> and save their own asses. All it took was, you know, some time traveling. Um, 
little overkill for a history report. You think you'd be like, hey, I came back from the future and here's a history report. Just return it in. You're, you're all set. Could have been the easy way around. But, you know. The hard part is when you bring those people back, right? Then they know about the future, so it kind of screws up the past for their. Past. Oh, don't don't go there. Don't get me started. Don't even talk about time travel. None of it makes sense. They didn't want it to make sense. You're not supposed to think about it. It's a comedy. Don't think about it's a it. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're. I'm just saying. Just don't go there. Just don't go there. I don't want to talk about time travel. Because if we start talking about it, then we're gonna be here all day talking about it, making diagrams with straws. Because none of it makes sense. From the very beginning, doesn't make sense why uh, how time travel would work, and it's just one big paradox uh, wait, waiting to happen. What do you think of the music for musicality wise? I will admit that off the bat, I don't remember any of the music in this either. show in this movie whatsoever. Yeah. I don't remember liking the music when I uh, watched it as as a kid. Yeah, but the opening scene music, I'm like, oh hey, this could be. All my life like, I wanted to fly yeah. like Well, it had like Ed Halen and Extreme. Yeah, and I, those are like hair metal stuff, yeah, yeah. my thing to begin with. And honestly, after the opening, the the music didn't didn't move me didn't move my needle whatsoever after uh after that so i was like yeah this is gonna be ooh ooh because this is a movie as a kid i watched the hell out of yeah um and i hate to admit it it probably influenced me more than i'd like to admit right right uh watching it at a pretty yeah influential age yeah. these this was a big movie Plus right it, yeah. it spun off to, well, a it's sequel, two and, sequels, and the dumpster fire of a revival a couple and, of years ago, and then a, and and then a cartoon as well, right? Which I vaguely remember. Me too. And I don't think a, it was voiced by the original actors, and so even as a young yeah. kid, I'm like, eh, that's gonna be trash. Cano's <laughs> not coming in to do it. That's gonna be trash. <laughs> and they also have a theme park. They had a theme park, Universal Studios in Florida too. Which I mean, I I never went there as a kid, so. Right. But at least, I mean, it was popular. It was a popular thing. I vaguely then. remember that. I I never, I mean, it being advertised or, or something like that. Right, right, right. Admittedly, it could make for a hell of a theme ride because you're, you yeah, know, it's time you, travel and you're going We went through to like 10 different and, places because I counted them out. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. And then, oh, at least, yeah. And the cool thing about that I liked about it, some things, it was the, uh, just the, the, the sets that they had when they tra they traveled. Had had its own little set, like they had a castle, and then they had like Greek, uh, you know, where they were having Socrates was Socrates was there <laughs> hanging out. I think <laughs> if you're talking about this movie, it's okay to call them Socrates because <laughs> I think they did ninety percent of the time. Yeah, Socrates was hanging um, out, and then there was like the Wild West with the bar fight, you know, and all that stuff. So I kind of like that because they moved it along as much as it was some cringe, cringe moments. I mean, it's different when you're an older adult than when you were a kid. When this was like, I remember going to see this in the theater, then watching in the, you know, in the movie, like I was on video, and I even went to see the second one too. So it was a big part of my when I was growing up. But this day and age, as as an older person, it's like uh, some cringe moments for sure yeah i mean so is is this the official start to does it hold up by today's standards yeah. or are we there are we are we there yet i think we're there because yeah let's 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 go with it 
see what you think on today's standards. It's so bad by today's <laughs> standards. I am surprised they had the audacity to actually make uh, a, a, a third one. A third one, yeah. Um, let's get to the most, I think, egregious, worst part of this movie in terms of the fag scene. It's the elephant in the room, right? And this is something that actually, in hindsight... Uh, not to not to make it sound like I'm, I'm I'm traumatized or anything like that, but that scene actually had a way bigger effect on me than than, than I would have. I did too. It, it, yeah. So the the scene is essentially Bill thinks Ted is dead, and when they find out that they're alive, you know that he's alive, they hug each other and then recoil and disgust and call each other fag, which is like, oh my gosh, that was just like I, in my notes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the reference I will I will do I put a big explanation but <laughs> yeah. like oh my god this is this is nuts it's, with the way they are going after like James Bond books to try to rewrite those like I am just surprised they have not with this movie like for totally me, I, roasted it and again I'm not big into revisionist history it's like hey look sometimes you've got to leave your big mistakes out there so we can learn from them yeah but honestly just cut that scene <laughs> it's so bad it's so disgusting it's so homophobic yeah yeah cut it cut absolutely it. absolutely um and and as a young kid it made me feel that oh hey showing any sort of affection right towards another male yeah. is wrong Right, and it reinforced that, and That's and right. and we're That's seeing right. the the effects of that, and yeah, and and among men, grown up men to today, that yeah. oh, they're not comfortable having a hug from someone else, they're not comfortable right. expressing themselves, even platonically. It's true. It's true. And so, absolutely right. I don't want to totally right. hang Bill and and Ted out out to dry here, but uh, dude, I. I, like I said, that it's in my scene, note. That scene totally alone is too. do not recommend. Don't waste your time. Um, Even if you want a nostalgic, it's just not. It's just not. That, that whole part is just, it blew, it, it ruined the whole rest of the, I, I kept thinking about it. Watching the rest of the movie, like trying to be like, all right, well, let's see if I can enjoy the moment with like the scenes and, and the joking around. But no, that whole entire two second, was it like four second yeah. scene? Which could have easily been cut out. Yeah, it didn't whatever. add much to to the movie whatsoever. Just but. ruined it, ruined it for the rest for the rest of the watch. So there's also some just you know the female characters are, are super weak. They're mostly sex objects. It's like oh again, it's the princess in the castle. And we're gonna save them and really he brings oh them back. I've seen you. I look at you, so I'm in love with you. I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about your personality. Instant in love, just. But especially with like Missy, the the stepmom. Did you see that, that scene? They super sexualized or whatever. What what? Which one? The scene when they're in the bedroom and she comes in. The two, Bill and Ted are in there, mm. and the father comes in and he says something to her, and he pushes the boys out, and she has this look on her face like, "Oh my gosh, not this again, dude!" I swear to God, I saw that look, and then it kind of changed real quick after that. Oh, but it was a weird hmm. like it was a weird like, I don't know. I can't explain it, but it just felt like it was he, she was, you know what I mean? Like preyed upon or something like that. Oh, it was okay. weirdest. It was uh, the weirdest thing. All right. I might have to watch over, it again. Yeah, I might have just to, that uh, one air, that one point where they're in the when they're in his bedroom and they're talking about, you know, he's going to go to Alaska or whatever. And then Missy comes in with snacks. And she gives mm -hmm. snacks up, and then the father comes in, and he's like pawing over her and whatever. And then he says something to her, and she has this like weird look on her face. And then it, 
then it kind of changes when he closes the door. Like, yeah. And so that, that was so over the top that I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, look, they're using this as a mirror to be like, yeah, there's a lot of dirty old men that get their second wives. Who's this young trophy wife. Yeah. And it's just about sex and, and not about anything else. And so I was like, okay, maybe they're they're making a commentary on that because it was so over the know. top. For and the dad's just... like, you know, screwing his stepmom in his own room, essentially, is yeah. what they're setting that up to do. And now your dad's going for it in your own room. <laughs> Shut up, Ted. And, it was and, the and all weirdest, that. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I was like, wait a minute. That just didn't seem right. And if facial some, expression. And if somewhere else in there that there was a strong female character, then I'd be like, okay, look, they're just poking fun. But when you've got no good female characters whatsoever, I mean, Joan of Arc, like uh, one of the the strongest female characters (laughs) in all of history. And her big moment is doing like calisthenics at the mall or something, (laughs) right? You could tell that they were not committed to to any sort of feminine messaging whatsoever no and no 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 it was yeah but we're in the we're in the 80s like it's, well right yeah you know, it's 89 here so i mean it's like it's still in the because sto- i would say the stone age of you know now it's o- over the top but back then that's just i noticed those things and you know what that's a good thing to notice these things because that's what as a whole of society we've evolved past those right tropes, right and that helps us, me, and you, when we look at these old movies and be like, wait a minute, that's, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> like, mm. as, as in the 80s, as a kid, you're like, oh, it's just, hey, it's a movie, it's joking around, haha, funny, funny. And like you said, but it can have an impact on the other end, too. So mm. you just never know unless you go back and look at these, even the bad ones. Sometimes you just, it helps you understand what the, the movies that you watch in the future with some good movies. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but in the end, it's like, it helps to open your eyes on the situation of today. So, And I guess if the comedy actually hit for me, yeah, that could have changed my whole mood and, and, and take on, on, on this. But I don't know if it was just the, the mindset I was in. I watched it too late at night. Yeah. Like none of the jokes landed for me. I didn't laugh. And so then I had a few moments of that laugh, but I still kept thinking about those, those two scenes that really like, Oh man, this is uh yeah. Yeah, looking down the blouse of his stepmom. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she goes no. to the high school and she knows all the teachers there. It's like, okay. Oh, man. Just yeah, I don't know what man. they were trying to Just do there. Just <laughs> Yeah. I guess my my whole thing is, hey, they are – it's it's not a bad premise. They're pulling historical figures, right? Yeah. Plucking them from their timeline. And so there's – a ton of great opportunity for teaching moments here. And I want to say that what little I remember about the cartoon, they did try to do that a little bit. It was like, oh, hey, if we're going to pull out freaking insert historical figure here, my mind's a blank. because <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. The, yeah, if we're going to pull out Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> we should learn a little bit about Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't feel that out of like any of the people that they that they pulled out from the timeline did anything in terms of oh educate us a little bit about what it's like being socrates or billy the kid or genghis khan or or any of that so how about special effects what do you think about the special effects no green screen no cgi just straight up sets i would say 
well, oh, there's all the time travel. Yeah, the time travel. The, and the time and the, stream yeah. stuff, which... I, it was a filler. It was a filler. They didn't try too hard, so it didn't feel... It was a little outdated, but it wasn't so terrible it, it took me out. Like and it's almost like iconic, <laughs> right? So, yeah, special effects, you know, they didn't they didn't try to overdo it or lean too heavily on special effects. I mean, it's a $10 million budget, so... Yeah, four weeks. Uh, them to film it so that that's feels, about right yeah it feels <laughs> it's got the depth of something that was and you know being a keanu free fan i i you know i guess this was his breakout for my you know to get him into like the matrix and all those other movies that he uh and of course john wick uh who was it i feel like this is a movie he spent his whole career trying to shake this is negative well, points the, right it him. is negative points yeah. but if it wasn't so negative they wouldn't have remade one they wouldn't have had a third one right again i'm i'm surprised how well did that do the remake i can't imagine I well mean, that's how much interest in, interest i have i just don't know yeah yeah <laughs> and that's know. okay um and so not only did they learn miss a very easy kind of like learning opportunity yeah. with all these historical figures uh I think they leaned real heavily into stereotypes across the board with every single historical character. Napoleon, not a short guy. Napoleon was average height, not a short guy. The whole reason us Americans think Napoleon was short because it was because of war propaganda wasn't actually short. And so it's like, oh, hey, we're going to just keep that whole misconception going. And again, it's a little annoying because the whole premise of the entire movie is like, oh, these guys need to learn something about history to pass yeah. to be able to save when the future. See, when but, they see Genghis Khan, he was like, you know, raping and pillaging in his little little off, little throne room there before they took him away. But yeah. Again, I, I guess as I just I have just no words to really describe it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you come down and you think about it, these little things that come up with this movie it just kind of like it's like a heavy it's like a heavy weight that lift, that bogs it down for to try to get the the comedy out of it. I just don't know. I mean, the, the, the two main guys, Bill and Ted, I enjoyed their little like goofy banter between them. I thought that was fun. No way. Yes way, Ted. Ray. Right, and like you said, they they waved heavily in, into they leaned heavily into the stereotypes of two dumb guys, uh, two burnouts, or whatever you want to call them back then. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I I guess that's kind of nice. Is that it's hard to put them to stereotype them. They're yeah. not. I guess the closest would be metalheads. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But they're not like fully skater dudes. They're nope. not jocks. They're not preppies. They're not the freaks and geeks. No. And we're just labeling them as the there. 80s. We're not, you know, as the 80s were. Because there's yeah. a lot of labels in the 80s. I mean, even even movies labeled I do, their characters. I do kind of feel in terms of how did this influence anything, at least positively. And I'm not even sure this is positive. But I do feel like Keanu Reeves' clothes in this were like the basis for grunge yeah three or four years yeah later. yeah yeah you know it's just the, the flannel around yeah around the, he, had a, the he had a vest on and had a flannel jacket on. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and dude during uh, california where it's like not you know 80 degrees outside <laughs> yeah you never know you don't especially when traveling through time yeah you never know when you, you might need a flannel <laughs> <Plannel. laughs> yeah 
so that's that's pretty much it going through these um we went through everything the only thing is is that we wouldn't recommend it <laughs> for anybody other than i don't know i don't even think i would recommend it for nostalgia purposes there's though. so much out there that yeah i'm i'm hard pressed to 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 say like oh uh, bill and ted it's got mm, you know that stuff you thought was funny when you were 12 yeah it's it didn't it, it didn't it didn't hit it as you know i think you can just go through tell you what people we'll we'll put in all the drops you need to hear see whoa yeah that's right <laughs> there's a couple of good lines that we probably repeated way too often when we were mindless little teens <laughs> And throw those in there for you. Yeah. What do you mean? I still use those lines. What number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! Sigh. Yeah, I guess maybe to try to find some little positive nugget here would be kind of the fact that they're such good friends, right? Yeah. And other than... Friendship. Other than the big fag scene, grown... Yeah, that they are really supportive of each other and positive, and you know they're not they're they're actually not assholes to really anyone in no. in, in the whole movie. Like no. they're relatively like decent people th- yeah. throughout and willing to help. So yeah. even though they're complete airheads and and all of that, that is maybe the one little gem. It's like hey, you know, sometimes it's not what you know and how much how powerful you are. It's hey, if you're a decent person. You know, maybe that's really what we need to focus on on this D and age is just being a be excellent. <laughs> <to each other. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not how I would put it, but <laughs> that works, <laughs> dude. That was good. That was good. <laughs> oh no, no, it's, it's so it's a perfect time to to say be excellent to each other. So. uh I guess we'll uh, end it here. This has been a most excellent adventure. Well, then, signing off, this is your host, Jared. I'm your other host, Eric. And remember, it's not the destination. It's the journey. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! (laughs) Bye!